new on Curiosity Stream. The Nazis' true strength was their propaganda. You had posters, you had banners, you had music. See how a mastery of messaging galvanized Hitler's march to power in Project Nazi Blueprints of Evil. And if space is the final frontier, is it destined to be monetized? The battle between space exploration and galactic capitalism may have already begun. Don't miss Space Greed. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our show. And we've got a message just for you. It's no accident that you're watching. Now, the title of this message is Glory. I believe we're going to experience the glory of the Lord. So in this teaching, we're going to talk about the glory of the Lord and how we can experience the glory of the Lord for ourselves. And as bad as everything seems in the world today, and that's all we hear is bad news. I believe the darker the day, the brighter his church is going to shine for him. And we're going to see his glory and we're going to see more miracle signs and wonders. Be blessed by this message. Well, the title of this message today is Glory. And I believe we're going to experience the glory of the Lord like never before in this service. And we've already experienced the glory in this conference. And you know, we're living in a time now where everything we hear is bad news. Everything is negative. Everything is, you know, what was the old Ann Murray song? I really could use a little good news today. And I thought, boy, that was good times back then. If Ann had to listen, well, she's, I guess, still around. But it seems like everything is bad. Everybody's discouraged. We're all sometimes wanting to run away. Y'all ever wanted to run away? But guess what? Where would we go? But I got some good news today. Because I believe that with everything that's taken place in the world, that a remnant is rising. There is a great awakening that's taken place. And yes, there's going to be a great falling away because that's what the Word of God says. But there's a great awakening that's taken place and a remnant is rising that's going to walk in His power, walk in His authority, and we're going to experience the glory of the Lord like never before. But it's going to come to those who seek him and seek his presence. So when I was talking about this, I I read the word earlier about the word that the Lord spoke to me about the glory. And you in ministry, have y'all ever just had it all planned out what you was going to preach? Lord, this is a good one. I think I heard from you. And then all of a sudden he gave me the message or this word on the glory of the Lord. And he said, you need to be teaching on my glory. Because so many people don't know what the glory is. They think we're going to have glory in heaven one day. And praise God, we're going to be glorified there. But you know what? He's got work for us to do now. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For those that are seeking him and seeking his presence during this time. So I'm going to do just a little bit of teaching on the glory of the Lord. And I believe we experience that here today. And if you're watching this show, it's no accident. Don't you turn it off because you're going to feel the presence of the Lord like never before. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. 
If you got your Bible, let's go to Exodus 24, 15 through 18. Then Moses went into the mountain, and a cloud covered the mountain. Now the glory of the Lord rested on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it six days. And on the Sabbath day, y'all say Sabbath day, he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Father, I thank you for your word. Lord, anoint me to teach this word. Anoint every heart to receive in Jesus' name. Now, in the Old Testament, the glory of the Lord, or the presence of the Lord, was shown through clouds, through fire, through smoke. And in this particular scripture, God had told Moses to come to Mount Sinai and go to the top of the mountain. You're to take uh, Joshua, some of the elders, and I'm going to speak to you there. Well, you know, Moses was known to make excuses, wasn't he? But this time he had learned the importance of being obedient to the Lord. So he starts this journey to the top of the mountain. And the Bible said that the cloud was on the mountain for six days. This was the presence of the Lord was there for six days. But on the Sabbath day, he said, come on in to my glory. And y'all, there's something about that number seven. Y'all say it again, seven. Now, for you that were here a couple of months ago, I taught, the Lord told me that the famine was over. And you may look and say, well, how does the famine, how's it over when we're in the middle of a pandemic? Everything's going on in the world. But I know what he spoke to me. And it came from the scripture of where the, the woman from Shunem was in a famine for six years. And on the seventh year, she came back and everything that she had was restored. Y'all remember the sermon? And the Lord told me, see, this is our seventh year to be in the gathering place. Now, we've had our own ministry for 14 years, and it's been tough. But you know what? We've been faithful. We wouldn't give up. We wouldn't get, I mean, yeah, I'd get discouraged, but I just, okay, I'm up again, Lord. But you know what the Lord said? The famine is over. And then he led me to this scripture this number seven again. I'm like, what is this deal with the seven? See, they were out in the clouds. They were experiencing the presence of the Lord for six days. But on the Sabbath day, he said, come on in to my glory. And see, some of you have been experiencing the Holy Spirit. And we have been touching in to the Holy Spirit. But some of you, your mind has been clouded with everything that's taken place in the world. Your, your mind, your emotions has been clouded with everything that's taken place in the world. But the Lord is saying this day, y'all say this day, come on in to my glory. Come on into my glory where miracle signs and wonders take place 
in the glory of the Lord, in the presence of the Lord. And see, some of you, the famine is over because you wouldn't give up. You wouldn't get discouraged. And it's payback time. The enemy's going to pay back what the devil has stolen from you. You're entering a season of restoration. But it's going to come with pursuing his presence. So he was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. He was given the laws. He was given the Ten Commandments. But guess what was taking place at the bottom of the mountain? Those people who made a vow, we're going to serve the Lord. We're going to obey all the covenants. Oh, yes, we will, God. Oh, yes, we will, Moses. Well, God told Moses, those people have built a golden calf and they are worshiping another idol. And of course, he was ready to kill them and Moses went to him on his behalf. And so as Moses was coming down the mountain, he was so upset. Y'all know what he did. He threw those clay tablets, those stone tablets down. And he said, what have y'all done? And what did he do? He was talking to Aaron. What have you done? You're supposed to be in charge of these people. And what did he do? You know what kind of people they are. They wanted me to get all the gold jewelry and we just throw it in the fire and it come out a, a golden calf. I mean, really. And as I was thinking about this, I'm thinking about the world that we're living in now. That, you know, these people got restless because they couldn't see Moses. It's been 40 days. We can't see Moses. Is he ever going to come back here? Who are we going to worship? We need somebody to worship down here. Let's just build us an idol back. That's all we know because that's the old way of life. That's our old way of doing things. Let's build us back a calf, golden calf, to worship. And as I was thinking about this, we are in the middle of a pandemic COVID-19 that I am so tired of talking about. And I know y'all watching my TV, we are too. Because the thing about it, we hear so much information, we don't know what to believe. And people are just, you know, it's just, it's just been a division. And I believe more than anything, it's putting a spirit of fear in the land. And what's happening is people, they're building their idols back. Because they're looking now, churches, some churches are still not open. Now churches, some are being told to close up because guess what? It's increasing again. Well, you know, it's nothing but the enemy wanting to shut our mouths so we won't have this great awakening in the last day. And so what people are doing is they're building their idols back. See, I believe when this pandemic first took place, the Lord, what he was doing, he didn't cause it, but we had to start in the home. We had to tear some idols down in our own lives. The family unit had to be number one again. And he had maybe to tear down some idols of sports and entertainment and eating out. <laughs> you know, let's not talk, we don't want to talk about that idol, do we? Especially Christians. But anyway, the idols had to be torn down. But I think what's happening, some people are getting restless. I read somewhere more people are turning back to alcohol. More people are turning back to drugs. More people are going back to the old way of life because they see no hope right now. 
And they're saying, I got to have something. And what they're doing is they're going back into the same pits that God has pulled them out of. And I'm saying, this is not the time to crawl back in that pit and build idols back. Those idols were torn down, never to be built back again. But this is a time for the church to grow. When we ever learn, it wasn't about the building anyway. It's about us. And yes, we need to come together. But I'm afraid a lot of people are using this as an excuse. It takes 21 days to make a habit, and then it takes 21 days to break a habit. That's what they say. So I believe what a lot of people are doing is they're, instead of using, they're using the excuse of a pandemic. Well, I want to be safe, and we do need to be safe. I'm not saying that we don't need to be safe. We need to take care. We need to do what we're supposed to do, but we cannot allow fear to keep a move of God from taking place. And see what's happening to a lot of people is they're using the excuse of a pandemic when they weren't faithful to begin with. You wasn't even going to church before a pandemic. What you mean you blame it on the pandemic? But I believe the Lord is building a remnant that's saying, I don't care. He gave us a spirit of boldness, not a spirit of fear. We got to believe what his word says. But we're living in a time now, people are building idols back. Well, honey, if your faith and trust is in your pastor, guess what? This is the time for you to dig in for yourself. This is the time for you to read the word. This is the time for you to grow. See, we got so spoiled in the churches, we want to go and feed me, preacher. Feed me. 20% of people do 80% of the work. 20% of the people tithe. 20% of the people give of their time and anointing. Well, guess what? The remnant is rising. It don't take but 20% that are willing to pay the price. And I believe fear is going to kill more people than the pandemic itself. Some people, have ne- you're not afraid of nothing. You have bungee jumped. You've been hooked on everything but phonics. And you're scared to death of the coronavirus. Look at us. What is the world saying when they're looking at Christians? We got to do better. We got to do better. We got to be careful. We know it's serious. We know people are getting it. We know people are dying. And we need to do the best we can. But we cannot be bound by fear. Because that's exactly what the enemy wants to do. Us to be bound by fear. Keep our mouth shut so revival will not take place. But not the remnant. We always got the big mouth. (laughs) Thank God for the big mouth. But see, the thing about it, too, if you think about it, they built this gold idol. But Aaron was the leader that let them do it. And I'm telling you, we got to be strong as leaders in these last days. 
And we need to be lifting each other up and encouraging each other in the body of Christ because we've never been through anything like this before. And we're all fed so much different information and misinformation and, you know, do this and do that. And I mean, so we need to be praying for each other. But I can tell you, leaders, now's not the time to bow down to the golden image either. And some of you need to be listening to the Lord and not listening to some people that don't plan to do nothing anyway. You better be listening to the Lord because we all have decisions that we got to make. And y'all keep this ministry in prayer. We have to make decisions too because we want to keep everybody safe, but we don't want to be stupid either and be bound by fear when God's trying to open a door and we're all scared to death walk through the door. We got a window of opportunity, but we're afraid to open the window. This little virus might come in and attack us all. When you think about it, we're praying. I'm just going all over the place, y'all. We're going to let the Holy Spirit move. But you know, we're all saying we want to ask church. Do we want to ask church? Yeah, but some of them people in the early church, they were fed to lions. We're afraid of a virus, and they were being eaten by lions. They were being martyred. So we've got to do what God called us to do, and we can't build idols back. And I tell you, ministries can't be idols. World leaders, I don't care who's in authority. I tell you, we got two choices, and it's no debate needed. Jesus or Jesus. He's our only hope in this world today. And he's got the answer. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's got this. So anyway, Moses told the people that he got so mad, he just ground up that idol. He just put it in some water and said, now y'all drink it. And then he said, what God are you going to serve? Are you going to serve God? You made a covenant to God that you were going to obey the laws and would give you 40 days and you're worshiping a calf. What God are you going to serve? And the Levites came over and he said, now go kill everybody else. And I believe as a minister of the word, the Lord has told me, for all you watching my TV, what God are you going to serve? Are you going to serve this world? Are you going to serve Jesus? Because see, there's a wind of change that's coming, that's taking place. Who would have thought we'd have been seeing things? I wonder sometimes, are we in America? What in the world? Have y'all ever just looked at the news and thought, what in the world is going on? It's Jesus, it's coming soon, that's what's going on. But there's a wind of change that's taken place, but I believe this wind of the Holy Spirit is gonna refresh and empower his remnant. Just like when Ezekiel was in the valley of dry bones and he said, can these dry bones live? And he prophesied to the bones and they came alive, a great army. And so we're looking at situations in the world right now and we're saying, Lord, can these dead bones live? 
But what he's doing is he's blowing his Holy Spirit. He's refreshing us. He's empowering us. He's building a great army in the last days that's got power and authority, that walk in the gifts of the Spirit, that believe in healing. We're going to see more healings, miracle signs, and wonders. But I believe this wind is going to intensify. And those that are straddling the fence, one foot with Jesus, one foot in the world. And the Lord's going to say, okay, what do you choose? Choose this day who you're going to serve. I had a pastor that said, it's time to fish or cut bait. Hey, it's time to fish. The day of cutting bait's over. We got work to do in the body of Christ. And see, some of you that are watching this show, maybe you were brought up in church and you know religion, but you don't know Jesus. And during this pandemic, the Holy Spirit's been speaking to you, but then you'll put one, you go with Jesus, but then you go back and one foot in the world. Well, this is your day. I'm prophesying. Make Jesus the Lord of your life. There's no time to waste. And you may say, well, you're not a voice of hope. Yes, I am. I'm hope telling you, you got hope in Jesus, and he is your answer. And some of you feel like, well, I'm not good enough. None of us are. That's what the blood of Jesus is about. And you say, well, I've tried to clean myself up and come to Jesus. That's not the way it takes place. You come to Jesus, and he cleans you up. You just seek him and you seek his face. But the wind of change is coming. And we don't know what we're going to see in the world. But I know one thing. Jesus is in charge and I'm going to trust him. And I'm going to have peace. I'm going to do all I know to do. I'm not going to be bound in fear. I'm going to be careful. But you know what? I'm not going to stay in a room and have a nervous breakdown. And neither should you. Because we serve a big God. So the wind is going to blow some in. Some's going to blow, go blow off into the world, because there is a great awakening, but then there is a great falling away. And I'm just praying that this pandemic will get people's attention to say, you know, right after it took place, people were coming to Jesus. They said people were getting married that'd been shacking up for years because they they want to get out of sin. People was living right, getting their heart right. And that's the way it was after 9-11. people come to Jesus. But what happened when things got back a little bit normal? Don't need Jesus no more. I'm telling you, there's coming a day, Jesus or Jesus. He is our answer. I pray this message blessed you and you've got your mind made up that during this time, you're going to seek the Lord. He's got to be number one in your life. It's not a time to have one foot in the church and one foot in the world. It's not a time to be discouraged and distracted and divided. This is your time to make the decision that I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to serve Jesus. He's going to be the Lord of my life. I'm not going to build other idols back. I'm going to serve Jesus.
And if you're watching this show and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, this is your day. Because see, the Holy Spirit's been dealing with some of you that's watching. I feel it in my spirit. Some of you, this pandemic has got you to thinking again because you were living your life, doing your thing, and then all of a sudden you're thinking more about Jesus. Maybe you were brought up in church. Maybe you know religion, but you don't have a relationship with Jesus and you know you're not living right right now. Well, this is your day for a turnaround. And if the Holy Spirit is dealing with you, and I know that he is, I want to lead you to Jesus and just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Jesus, I believe you died on the cross just for me and you rose again on the third day. Come into my heart and come into my life. And from this day forth, I'm going to live for you. Friends, if you prayed that prayer, congratulations. Now, we're living in a time now that some of the churches may still be closed. But you know what? You can read the word for yourself. You can pray. You can dig in and grow to be more like Jesus. But if you're watching this show and you can fall into the category of, I'm just discouraged right now. I don't see any light at the end of the, of the tunnel. Well, honey, the only hope we have is Jesus. Two choices, Jesus or Jesus. And there's no debate needed. He is our only hope. And if you need special prayer, we do have a 1-800 number, a prayer line, and we would love to pray with you because we do know people are discouraged. People are physically ill. People are going through some hard times, and we'd love to pray with you. Now, I can't go off the air without thanking our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we pray for you every day. And this is the season now to reach as many people as we can with the gospel. And if this show blesses you, I ask you to send us a, an offering. It didn't even have to be a large amount. If we all can pull together, we can reach this hurting world for Jesus. I feel like we have a window of opportunity, and we need to take this seriously and reach as many people as we can before Jesus comes back. Also, send us some praise reports. I love to get letters from you. I love to see praise reports to see what the Lord is doing in your life. Now, next week, we're going to have part two of this message, Glory. Don't you dare miss it. Tell your friends about it. But until then, this is Sandra Hancock with Voice of Hope. And remember, your hope is in Jesus. See you.
My name is Sandra Hancock, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to our broadcast. Many of you that are watching this broadcast, you feel like you're at the end of your rope. You've got some impossible situations, but I got some good news. You have hope in Jesus because we still serve a supernatural miracle working God of now. I also would like to invite you to come out and join us in one of our powerful conferences in a city near you. It would make our day to have you as our guest. If you think our broadcast is powerful, wait and come and experience the presence of the Lord. You'll love it. Also, I want to thank our partners. We sincerely love and appreciate you, and we thank you for helping us spread Jesus to a hurting world. God bless you all. Get ready for the smartest bundle in streaming. Six streaming services for the intellectually curious. Featuring CuriosityStream with the best collection of documentary films and TV shows. Psalm TV and great stories from the world of wine. Taste Made for the fun side of food and travel. Topic with the best thrillers and crime stories. And so much more. From nature to history, technology to food, mystery to adventure. Get six streaming services for one low price. And less than $6 a month, it's the best deal in streaming. Learn more and sign up now at SmartBundle.com.